Today we want to talk about who we are. We're sons and daughters. We belong to the church with Jesus our head. We are temple of the Holy Spirit. But we are also ambassadors, and that's what we want to talk about today. Because in a commonwealth, everyone gets their needs met from the government. That would be the people on the earth. But in a kingdom, the king meets the needs of the people. So if we're an ambassador, we get everything from God and nothing from the country we live in. So nothing from the flesh. Because in Romans 4.17, even God who quickens the dead and calls things which be not as though they were. We don't say what we want on earth. We've got to say what God is telling us. He's given us his power of attorney to do his will down here on this earth. So it is an invisible but has visible power. In other words, God has made us alive in that invisible world and what we say is going to come to life into the visible or the earthly realm through the power of God. So no matter what we need from God's kingdom, he will provide it. He says, I will supply all your needs. He's talking to us now as a an ambassador down here on his earth. So if you are born again, you are a citizen of God's kingdom. And we all know what a citizen is. We are a citizen of God's kingdom. And everyone can get something out of the Bible, but it's not written for everyone. The Bible is the covenant. And it's for us, the ambassadors. It gives us our, how you say it, the way of living. Tells us what to do and what what he's going to do, and so we know everything beforehand. So you can't talk your way into it, or you can't buy your way into it. You have to give up your whole life to him. That's the only way in. So when you are born from above, you become a citizen of God. By being born. Of above, we are a spirit being. We are not a fleshly being. We are a spiritual being. That's why we are citizens of God. So we are ambassadors then from heaven. He sent us down here to rule down here. So when we talk about an ambassador, it's we are in an embassy. And that embassy, whether say it's a whole block, that block is considered the kingdom of God. Or in the United States, if they had, say, an embassy in Germany, we're not citizens of Germany, we're citizens of the United States. So that embassy then is the property 
of the United States. So when we come down here, we are property of God's kingdom. We're citizens. In 2 Corinthians 5.20, Jesus is the king and we are the ambassadors coming to a foreign government and setting up God's kingdom. So in that government, we are coming to do business for the king. So everything we say, do, we're doing it through him. So everything we do in Jesus' name is not a democracy. In other words, down here on earth, you can vote and complain or whatever, but there's no voting or debating in the kingdom of God. God is the king, and we have our marching orders. That's the words in the Bible, and we go and do his work. Because whatever the king says, that's it. We have to under, and that's why this kingdom is so much more powerful. Because on earth, people can say, no, I'm not going to do that. But as a king, kids, we obey him 100%. So there are no protests in the kingdom. The Bible presents the constitution of the kingdom and it is a written law. Every verse in that Bible is a law. God spoke it, and when he spoke it, he spoke it to get a certain thing accomplished on this earth. So when we take it, a scripture, and we say it, because we have his power of attorney, it's going to have the same results when he spoke it. Because it's backed by the government we come from, the kingdom of God. So we're not the army, we are the king's ambassadors. We don't do any fighting. What we do is we say. We say because we have the king's power of attorney. Angels are the army. We are independent from natural law of the earth. So whenever we speak God's word, the angels perform it. That's their, their duty. So they're actually the ones that are fighting down here on this earth. So we have God's system. we got to understand that. If we stay within that system... We win. And all this is based upon the Word. The Word of God. The words in the Bible. The God's, words that God spoke. We are on earth, but we are not of the earth. We have to understand that. Most churches today think that they're the flesh and they just have to get everything from the earth. And that what does that do? He's, God says it leads to death. So we are in the embassy and we are in a safe zone. And that's why you have embassies in all the countries. If people need safety, they can come to that embassy. 
So prayer is based on the kingdom then. What is prayer? Saying to the problem or the enemy, you have no authority here, go. So you come from the kingdom you live in, not the land the embassy is in. We have to specify that so we don't get, our earthly body gets everything from this world, but we are the spiritual and we get everything from God. So we have to say kingdom words and operate by the command of the law. And again, those king words are the words of the Bible or the covenant. So it's not hard to get your needs met in the kingdom of God, then, is it? Because all we have to do is read the Bible, whatever the Bible says, do it, and we can put the angels to work and we can see it come to pass. Because Psalms 91 is our Bill of Rights. What does it say? No sickness can come upon you. You got angels to guard and protect you, and he's going to give us a long life. So we don't go by what others say then. We go by what God says. Because talking about the angels, it says one angel can do more than 10,000 men on this earth. So that's the kind of power that we are operating in. So the news doesn't affect us because we are not of the earthly kingdom. So what does that mean then? Don't watch the news. We have a different mindset. We have the mind of Christ. So God gives us the best. We have to understand that. He doesn't have any used. It's all brand new. When he speaks, it's something discreated. Jesus was never sick. Why? Because he didn't live in the earthly kingdom. So two kinds of knowledge is of the earth and the revelation which is of God. Now that revelation is talking about he teaches us. We get understanding. We understand what the words in the Bible mean, the spiritual meaning of it. So we who live in the kingdom of God are given revelation of spiritual knowledge that gives us our instructions and how to rule. In other words, he sent us down here to rule this earth. But if we don't get that revelation, knowledge, or if we don't get his instructions, how are we going to rule? It comes from God's kingdom and Cannot, well, I think that's wrong. This devil cannot stop it. It comes from God's kingdom and the devil cannot stop what we're saying or doing. So prayer does not make faith work. Faith makes prayer work. On earth, you need money to live and in a spirit in the kingdom of God, You need faith to get what you need. 
So faith works in the invisible kingdom. We can't see it. But we know it's there because we live in it. So what we see in the spirit by the words of the covenant spoken in faith. In other words, what do we see in the spirit? Everything that God is and everything God can do. So he spoke every scripture in the Bible. And that Bible is called a covenant. And the covenant is where you become one with God. It can never be broken. So whatever it says in that covenant, it will come to pass. But it has to be spoken in faith. In other words, you can't just read the Bible and then say it and expect it to happen. No, we were just talking about that instruction or that revelation knowledge. If we can get the understanding of that scripture, now we speak it in faith because we understand it. The earthly realm is controlled by the senses, which you can see, touch, taste, smell, hear, feel. So in that in those senses, they, <clears throat> it has to be seen or touched or, before they believe it. But we already see it in the spirit before we even say it. So we are designed that when we pray, we pray against the root cause of the problem. And if it's coming from earth, it's usually fear. Fear is the big problem on earth. Because what does fear do? Put doubt in your mind. In God's kingdom, there is no doubt. So the world can only go by what it sees, and we go by what we can't see in the flesh. We go by what we see in the spirit. We can see in both realms, and we deal with the root level of the problem. In other words, where is the problem? It's in the earthly realm is where the problem is. But because we can see what's going on in both realms, the spirit and the kingdom, we already know which scripture to say, how to say it, when to say it, and where to say it. Because Jesus spoke to the wind first and the unseen, and the wave stopped. So what's the wind? You can't see the wind. But the wind is the root. So he spoke to the unseen wind and said, waves stop. So what, what, what was making the waves go was the wind. So he's technically telling the wind to stop and then the, the sea was calm. He's given us that same power. So fear then has to go. It cannot stay because if fear is there, there is no faith. They can't be in the same place. It must go because we are in right standing with God. In other words, that's, we can come before God at any time of the day, and he is there for us. And we are under the spirit control, not the sense control. The sense, again, is from the world. 
spirit is from the kingdom of God. You can't get understanding with the mind of a man. You can get earthly understanding, but we don't operate in earth. We operate in the spirit. So we get it from the spirit, our understanding. So Satan controlled the mind by getting it to do things through thoughts. And that's not talking about our mind. Our mind is the mind of Christ. It's talking about our fleshly mind. The flesh can't come against us as a spirit. It can only come against the body or the flesh. And how does he get to that body? Thoughts. Just like he did with Adam and Eve. Put that thought in their mind and right away what came up? Doubt. What if? Yeah, but. Our job is to keep the enemy from putting those thoughts, or not putting them, but keep our body from doing what the thought says. That's our job. Satan's going to throw thoughts in there all day long, but ours is to keep the flesh or the body from acting it out. So if he can get you to feel guilty, your faith is gone, he wins. And the only way that can happen is when he attacks the flesh and and with those thoughts and we as a spirit being don't counteract it, then the flesh wins out. So our goal is to keep those thoughts from coming to pass. So God will remember your sin no more. So if you do fail and the body does sin, all we got to do is have the, the body repent and then God doesn't remember it. So how does he even see your flesh then? Perfect. Just like he sees us perfect. And we must do the same. Meaning your fleshly body. When God, when you ask God to forgive you, he who doesn't remember it, and what is God asking us to do? Not to remember it. Go on. Because if you dwell on that problem, even after God has forgiven you, in comes guilt. Guilt is not from God, it's from the enemy. So it's said that when you get to heaven, God judges you and he will tell you how you missed it. Now that is not true. If he does not remember our sin, how is he going to remember what you did on the earth when you get to heaven. He can't. Because he doesn't remember it after you confess it. So there is no past in heaven. Your slate is clean. You've got to re- understand that part. There, God does not remember it. Your slate is clean. So we have the ability to resist any thought the enemy puts in our mind. We're talking now about our our flesh. Remember, the enemy can only put it in the, the fleshly body, not in the spirit body. Because in Philippians 3.13, it says, I count not myself to happier end, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are 
behind and reaching forth into those things which are before. So what is the things behind? The things that you did that God, and you ask God to forgive you. So once you do that, now you reach forth unto the things which are before. Now is your future, and what's your future? The spirit world, the things of God, the word. So, we don't go by feeling, go by sight, go by hearing. We go by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So then act as if you never sinned a day in your life. That's what God is asking us to do. Don't look back. Look forward. So ask him where the enemy is attacking you and what scripture you can use to defeat it. In other words, even if we're born-again believers, we're a spirit being living in the kingdom of God, when we first come in, we're like babes. we got to be taught. We've got to be grow up into from a babe to a child to a son. So there's going to be times in the beginning when the enemy is attacking and you can go to the Father, remember, at any time of the day and ask him, what scripture can I use to defeat this? And he will tell you, and then he will teach you the spiritual meaning, and then you go and say it. So we have to understand that we can ask, but once we get that, Revelation. We have to say it to the problem. God's not going to say it. So act as you are talking to God. In other words, that's how we got to act all the time. We're not talking to the enemy. We're not talking to ourselves. We're always talking to God. So don't let others try to talk you out of it because it didn't work for them. Everybody that goes to church is not born again. They don't understand what we're talking about. They either think we're crazy or they're jealous or whatever, so they try to talk us out of what what God's trying to do. So to everyone that has the word, will get what we are praying for on this earth. God promises us, if we say it in faith... Believing what we say, God says we will have it. We're talking to spirit man now, not the flesh. So all we have to do is say no when those thoughts from the enemy come into our mind. you got to remember, say no to the devil, yes to God. Because if we were in the word, we already know the answer to the problem. And we are in the Word, as we are a spirit being. The Word is our life. The fleshly man has to have three meals a day. We have to have three scriptures a day to live. God doesn't say no. You're his son. He put you down here on this earth as an ambassador. He's always going to tell us, yes, this is what you do. So he answered what has already been done 
by Jesus. In other words, when we go to pray, what is the answer? Everything that Jesus did on the cross, we can sit here for probably an hour talking about all the things that he did on that cross. And that's where we live. So believe what you asked for that are not as though they were and they will be. So what is not on earth, say it's a sickness, so what is not there? Wholeness, healing. So what do we speak then? Wholeness and healing. That's what we do. So when you run out of time, we lose hope. But God promises our yea and amen. So who's running out of time? The earthly person. Our flesh. It never has any hope. It wants everything right away. Now, hurry up. Let's go. But if we, we as a spirit man walk in God's promises and we know that when he says it, it's going to be yes and amen and amen means so be it. It's a done. So there is a promise and a covenant for you for every problem that the earth has. So what we do is we ask God, well, what promise do we use for this? You tell us, we say it, and it's gone. So tell all those problems that we choose to believe, and it is gone if we believe what God has written. Because God has spoke the word, the written word, and the written word is so that we can speak what God said. Mark 9.23 says, Jesus said, All things are possible to him that believe. So as a spirit being, we believe. The fleshly body does not believe. So our goal is to get it to believe. Because what is the, the fleshly body is looking back at the past all the time, especially in a marriage. Well, this is the 33rd time you did it. No, you forgot the other 32. You have to say, I believe that I have it. That's how we operate. If we believe we have it, we have it. So how are you going to get what you believe? Now there's the question. We believe in every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And how do we know that's true? We got the Holy Ghost living in us, and what does he tell us? That you're in a son or daughter of God. So we believe every word. So now in a covenant, God can't lie. Remember that covenant is now you and I are in that covenant with God. In that covenant, you meet God's need, God meets your need. 
So when God says something in his word, the covenant, you know that you know that you know it's the truth. So then how do we get into the kingdom of God? John 3, 5 says, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So what does that mean? You have to give your whole life. We're talking about your soul, which is your heart, and your body. If you give that all to God, then he will put us, the spirit being inside that earthly body, and now the spirit is in control. So the way in is to be born again. There is no other way. God's, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You have to go through him to get into the kingdom. Christ is a king, and we are ambassadors who are coming to a foreign land and establishing God's kingdom here on earth. And how do we do that? Take God's word and speak it. So we first come as a king, as a representative of God. You notice it says as a king. God is a, or Jesus says I'm the king of kings. So he considers us a king also when we are those ambassadors down here on this earth. What we say goes. So we are coming into the earthly kingdom, but representing God through his power of attorney. We said that before, but what are we doing now? We're going back and looking at everything again to remind us what is going on. So everything we do and say has to be in Jesus' name. Every time we say, especially with healing, you say in the name and the blood of Jesus, you are set free. So there is no bit debate in the word of the kingdom. We got got to remember that. On earth, you can argue all you want, but in the kingdom of God, because we are a son of God, we are doing all this because we love the Father. And remember in that king or covenant. You meet his need, he meets your need. So the promise and the commands of the Bible or the covenant is that kingdom. So there is no protest in the kingdom. It's yea and amen. And the Bible is the constitution of God's kingdom. We have a constitution on this earth. He has one in heaven. And that's the covenant. So every word is backed by the government that we come from, which is God's kingdom. So that's why he said, I will meet all your needs. We are independent from the country that we are in and don't have to bow to any country on this earth. In other words, we have our own healing system. We don't have the earth's. So the embassy is considered property of the kingdom we come from. So prayer is based on the kingdom we represent, not the kingdom we are in. 
So it has a different governmental system. And you got got to really understand this. We can't be thinking that we're a fleshly being or you're defeated right away. We are living in God's system, which is completely the opposite of the world system. So our embassy then is holy ground. There's that song that says we're standing on holy ground. And no one can come in without our permission. That embassy is only for the king, people of the kingdom of God. So what God says is law, and we follow those laws, and we get victory. And it's not really hard. It is for earthly people to get things done on this earth. But as far as we are in the kingdom, we just say what God said. It's not that hard. Philippians 4.19, God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Why does he do that? Because we are his ambassadors on earth. It's the Bill of Rights as ambassador or citizens of God's kingdom. We are righteous, so we have the rights to everything in the kingdom. We must have more faith in God's kingdom than the news that comes nightly. What does this news do to the, our fleshly being? Puts fear into them because all they say is what somebody got killed or there's a storm here. There's always disaster that they talk about. We're going to into the promised land and we must have a kingdom mindset. What is the promised land? God says wherever you step. So we need to know or have the revelation of God's constitution or promises so that we operate in the world system without getting into worldly lack. The world, at least 50% of the people don't have enough to even eat. So God's word can defeat everything the world throws at us. What does God say that the Lord is my shepherd, you shall not want? He's going to provide. So you will find out what God says about you, and when you don't go by your feelings, you win. So what does God say about us? You're a son and a daughter. Go ye therefore, teach all nations. So if we don't let the flesh rule, because the feelings come from the flesh, we win and the flesh wins. So go by what the Word says. Why? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That means every word in that Bible is truth. So when we get born again, we are brand new. We are now a spirit being living in a fleshly body. All sins are forgiven. The minute the soul cries out to God, come in and be the Lord of my life, all the sins of this, the heart and the flesh are forgiven. 
So the person that did those sins has died. We're talking about that fleshly being. He no longer rules. We now are the spirit that grew. And when we believe the understanding of power from the Holy Spirit, we can walk in peace and joy. It's something the flesh doesn't have, peace and joy. So when he forgives us, it is as it never existed. We have to understand that. And when he sees you, he sees someone who has never sinned. If we, if your flesh can get that into their mind and understand it, there'll never be another guilt trip again. We pray with the confidence God is going to hear us. And he's our father, we know. In fact, he even says in about five or six different places, come to me and I will answer you. So when we get a clear picture of how God sees you, then we can operate in his kingdom. So any man in Christ is a new creation. We never existed before. We were created and put into a body. So your memory of sin is turned off. We can't say that enough. You go to talk to somebody and ask them to give their heart to Jesus and what did they say? Well, i got to get rid of this sin first. No, you don't. He gets rid of it for you. So as ambassadors, we walk in childlike faith. In other words, a child believes every word you say. And we believe everything that God says. And we step out using our authority as kings and priests. Remember, a king doesn't get instructions, it gives instructions. And what you believe is where you will end up. I don't know about you, but I'm ending up in heaven. So as ambassadors, we are doing God's will on this earth.